0: Today, I'm talking about how to have conversations with your young adult child that leaves you feeling good instead of like, yeah, blew it. As empty nesters, our role is shifting from mom to mentor, and that can be super confusing when it comes to what to say when talking to your young adult. In this episode, I'm digging into the top tips for having conversations that go well, and I'm going over what not to do so that you can avoid those mistakes that send things off the rails. If you're an empty nest mom, this episode is a must listen for talking to your kiddo. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day, with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, and empty nest mom of three. Also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy And now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Today, I would like to talk about how to have great conversations with your young adult child. This is something that I am a work in progress about. I know firsthand how quickly that these conversations can go off the rails and then you're left sort of sitting there going, what even just happened? Like, how did that get so messed up? My intentions were good. And then you don't feel good about what happened You don't feel good about how you showed up, and it's confusing to know how you're supposed to even be mothering. So hopefully this episode is going to help you navigate those conversations a little better and to help you be able to come away from it feeling really positive about the way you showed up. So the first thing is listen way more than you talk. It can be tempting to jump in. And a lot of times, when we think of listening, what we're actually doing is we're waiting for a pause in the conversation so that we can jump in and give our answer or our response to what's just been said. That's not the kind of listening I'm referring to here. Really take time and listen to what your adult child is saying, not with the intention of planning what you're going to say or judging what they're saying, but just really plug in and listen to what they're saying and make sure that they're talking more than you're talking. Also be genuinely curious and interested. So ask a few questions, not too many. I'm going to get into that here shortly, but ask a few questions, listen to those responses, be curious about you know, what's going on with them or how they arrived at that conclusion or whatever it is they're talking about. Just be interested. Be curious. Try not to bring a lot of judgment into what you're hearing. The next thing is be an example of love. It can be so easy to want to jump into that judgment and that opinion giving and all of that And even if you're not agreeing with everything that you're hearing, my son will often ask me about a tattoo that he wants to get, even though he knows I don't agree with tattoos for him. I don't want him to get tattoos. Um, I'm not standing in judgment of anybody that has them, but I don't want him to get any, Um, especially some of the ones he wants to get. So It can be difficult when that comes up not to go into defense mode but i try to give my thoughts when he asks for them in a loving way and to be an example of love and really think about how jesus responded to people even people that he didn't agree with what they were doing he came from a place of love and care and we need to do the same thing so that we can shine a light of God for our children to see. In many ways, we can be a strong experience, an example of what it means to be a Christian for our children. So just make sure that when you're responding, you're responding in love. And allow space for them to arrive at their own conclusions. It can be so easy to like, you know, like remember when, when you were in English class or something and the teacher asked a question and you want to throw up your hand like, ooh, ooh, I know this. I know this. It's like we know the answer and we want to tell them the answer. We want to shortcut them to the right solution. And that's, that's normal. And there was a point in our lives when that was part of the job description of being a mom, when they would come in with a cut on their knee because they fell down on their bike. It was our job to help them arrive at the right destination, to get that cleaned off, to fix it, to put a Band-Aid on it, and maybe give them a kiss and get them something to eat and drink to try to soothe them or distract them. It was our job to jump in and help them arrive at the destination that's better than where they are right now. Now we're in a new season. And our role is shifting from one of being more of like active mothering to being a mentor. And that's a hard adjustment to make sometimes. And that's okay. We're allowed to make mistakes and we're figuring it out as we go, just like they are. So just allow them some space to come to their own answers. Give them the empowerment to fail forward. And know that you raised resilient children, Mama. You did a good job. You gave them the, the resiliency and the equipment that they need internally to bounce back from failures and to learn from mistakes. And we made mistakes along the way, still do. And hopefully we learned from them and keep becoming a better version of ourselves. And your kids need to be able to do the same thing. So. Those are some of the things to do. Now, what should we avoid doing? One thing is over giving opinions. If your child asks you what you think of something, then of course, tell them. But again, tell them in love and not in defense mode or anger or guilt mode. But don't give your opinion if it wasn't asked for. And while it was your job to give your opinions when your children were younger and they were growing up and you were helping them to form their values by giving your opinions, now it's time for you to pull back from that and to only give your opinion when asked and to stay out of that space of over judgment. Also avoid asking lots of questions. So earlier when I was talking about being genuinely curious, I mentioned that you should ask the occasional question, but not too many. So like it can be really tempting to go down that rabbit hole and start peeling the layers back and it almost turns into an interrogation. And if your kids feel put under the spotlight, like overly questioned, then they're going to start to associate spending time with you with something negative. And over time, they will start to avoid those interactions with you, which is what we don't want. You want to create good experiences so that they associate something positive with having conversations with you. And over time, they'll want to do more of that then. So ask some questions, but don't make it an interrogation. Don't get angry if their beliefs differ from your beliefs. This is a big one for me. Um, Not too long after my daughter turned 18, she let me know that she was leaving the Christian faith and that she no longer at that point believed what I believed. And that was really hurtful. My youngest son has had periods where he goes back and forth on what he believes and While he probably shares more of my beliefs than my daughter does, uh, we still don't see 100% eye to eye where that is concerned. And so for a long time for me, I felt like they were rejecting me by having different beliefs than I do. And like they were really hurting me by that. And I am hurt if they've turned away from the Christian faith or if they're doing something that I... No, is not right for them to be doing. However, I've had to learn to not take that so personally. I am not angry at them for their choices. I love them and I let them know that I love them regardless of what they choose to believe and that I can disagree with their choices. I can disagree with their values or their actions but still be very glad that they're my child and still be very, um, like to think that they have a lot of value as human beings. So if your child is expressing beliefs that differ from your own, just remember to zoom out, don't take it personally, and also remember that what somebody believes at 21 may not at all be what they believe at 31, 41, or beyond. So this doesn't have to be forever. And a large part of where they will land with how they view Christianity and values has to do with how they see you walk that out. And so think about how you're showing up because you can say you have certain values, but how are you living? Are you living as an example of God? Are you living showing the light of Jesus and the love of Jesus Doesn't mean we need to agree with them on everything, but it does mean that we should be mindful of how we're showing up. And next on my list is try not to micromanage their situations, their problems, or their lives. It's tempting to jump in and give them the answers. And this kind of goes back to allowing space for them to arrive at their own conclusions resist that urge to jump in, give them all the answers, shortcut the path. If they ask for your help, give them reasonable help. Don't enable them, but give them reasonable help. But don't try to manage the entire everything for them. Have faith in the fact that you've raised resilient children, children that know how to think and that they are going to arrive at the destination. Now, if you have a special needs child, a child that maybe needs a little bit more direction, even as an adult, that's a totally different situation. However, be mindful that you are always creating the space for them to live at their highest independent potential. So they may not be able to do everything 100% on their own, but encourage them to grow into doing everything they can on their own and moving back from that managerial role as much as is possible. So keep in mind, this is a season. The conversations you have right now, they might be a little tense and they might go off the rails sometimes, even in spite of your best efforts, but always just come back, do your best and know that things between your child and you will not always be the way they are right now. You're transitioning into this season and there'll be some bumps along the road and it's totally normal. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope that you can put some of these things into practice so that when you have those conversations with your young adult, that you walk away from it feeling like that actually went really well And that you can feel good about who you are in the interaction. And you're making new memories in a new phase of your life. And how fun is that? You get to interact with this human that you raised in a more relaxed, easy way. And when we create that sense of ease, we do make them want to interact with us more. So let's try to do that. Let's shine the love of God. And let's continue to mother from a place of love and faith and belief that our children are in God's hands. Hey sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King and joy is available to you.